Hello, what's your point? You know, I would be remiss if I didn't mention, Garnett, the important role that you're playing on WPKN in not simply independent journalism, but making sure voices get out. The reality is that as we talk about social media and criticism and hashtags, conversation, like deep dialogue about these issues is really what we're going to need if we're going to ever get to that point of reimagination. So I just wanted to, to thank you. You know, we've got a list for the revolution, um, and that revolution really is going to uh, have to be one that allows us to, to conquer these inequalities and move forward as, as, a, as a nation as a whole, but also as a community united. Okay, thank you so much. is very important for the continuation and maintenance of a democracy. One should be tolerant of all views different to yours. It is much better to use words to settle differences than with weapons. You see, weapons destroy human beings. When all these differing views are put together, consensus should be found to move the nation forward together for one common cause. At the end of an argument, we may disagree, but not become disagreeable. Hello, good morning to you. You're in touch with WPKN. Uh, the show is What's Your Point with Me? Garnet Ankle, and uh, thank you for joining. And uh, in a while, I'll uh, open the phone line for you to speak your mind on whatever you want to speak about. Uh, but first, let me uh, give my quote for today. It says here, Violence against women and lack of intervention and man's inhumanity to man and this kind of atrocities are going on. These are big issues of our times. We must speak about them. We must learn how to better understand how these things happen so we can address them. Movie actress, filmmaker, and humanitarian Angelina Jolie. Indeed, a lot going in the news as going on in the news as per usual on this 13th day of women's history month uh, women's rights are civil rights civil rights are human rights women's rights are human rights and it's time our women are brought to the forefront uh, they've been down for too long and uh, we recall the uh, the, the racist who occupied the White House after President Obama gave his Secretary of the Treasury directives not to honor President Obama's, President Obama's uh, plan to have Harriet Tubman on the $20 note. It should have been in place 
while that guy was in the White House. Now it's a new sheriff in town. Uh, they should have Harriet Tubman on the $20 note for Women's History Month. What, what do you think about that? You know, racism must go by the wayside. We should throw it in the, in the heap, in the dump heap of history. That's where racism belongs. Because uh, Harriet Tubman should be on the $20 bill at least two years ago. So, so let's see what can be done about that as we are in our 13th day of Women's History Month. And um, we, we see um, the United States uh, lacks the moral authority to inform any other nation about their crimes of invading and overthrowing governments. You know, we, we can recall the United States in Central America and South America. In September 1973, in the South American nation of Chile, the democratically elected government of Salvador Allende was overthrown by the Chilean army commander-in-chief. His name was Augusto Pinochet. On the order of the, the president of the United States, Richard Nixon, Augusto Pinochet then went on to rule that nation for 17 brutal years. The lies the United States told to start the Vietnam War. Thousands of innocent Vietnamese and American troops died. I'm just giving you just some of the things that the United States were involved with. Crimes. Troops and Vietnamese perished, as I said earlier. Another one, the Iran-Contra scandal which could have caused impeachment and removal of office of President Ronald Reagan. The United States government sent weapons and money to rebels in the Central American nation of Nicaragua to fight the Sandinista government of Daniel Ortega. You know, all those things. Could, could I go on? Or should I go on? In Africa a nation that today is called the Democratic Republic of the Congo, was once called Zaire, also called the Republic of the Congo. Prime Minister Patrice Lumumba was assassinated on the order of the United States President Dwight Eisenhower in 1960. The United States is the only nation in the history of the world to use nuclear weapons, to use nuclear bombs, not only once, twice. On August 6, 1945, in Hiroshima, and on August 9, 1945, in Nagasaki, both Japanese cities, the two nuclear bombs killed between 129,000 and 226,000 people most of whom were civilians. The explosion in Hiroshima immediately killed an estimated 80,000 people. All this during World War II. Then, at the beginning of this century, the United States President George W. Bush illegally ordered an invasion of Iraq, which caused death 
to thousands of United States troops and innocent Iraqi civilians. Today, many United States troops are still feeling the effects and living with the effects of that unjust and illegal war in Iraq. I could go on, but I'll stop here. You know, all crimes against humanity, which I just spoke, does not mean we should turn a blind eye to the atrocities we see taking place in, Iraq, in Ukraine. The United States and the rest of the world should stand up against the butcher of Moscow, the war criminal. If you believe in equal rights and justice and someone with a conscience, you would know war crimes are taking place in Ukraine. I think if Dr. King was here, he would say, Injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. If you really believe in equal rights and justice, you would want both for everyone, whether black, white, yellow, or red. Because equal rights and justice know no color, no class, no creed. The goings-on in Ukraine by the butcher of Moscow are crimes against humanity. This is one instance of man's inhumanity to man, and it is appalling, it is heinous. But another thing that I've noticed in the media too is that um, uh, in the media here in the United States, yes, it is correct to show the horrors of war in Ukraine. Why not show the wars taking place in Africa as well? The media are working on a double standard, I think. You know, it, it, it is, yes, what's going on in Iraq, in uh, Ukraine, we should know, we should know about it. But um, there are other things going on in the rest of the world, and uh, especially in Africa. If the world knows about it, then maybe something could be done to stop, to prevent those wars. The continent of Africa is the second largest in terms of land area with 11.73 million square miles. The continent of Africa is the second most populous with 1.21 billion people with over 3,000 native languages on the continent. 3,000 native languages are spoken in the continent alone. Yet the continent is not respected by the rest of the world. You know, we need to put a stop to that. The, the double standard in the media uh, should end. We, we, should have an, we should equal it out. Things are happening in, in parts of the... The, the, you know, it's just, you know, America, just think about their, its own self-interest. And that is not right for humanity. You know, so many things going on. Oh, in all fairness, though, to, to President uh, Joseph Biden, uh, the, that war in Tigray, in the Tigray region of um, Ethiopia, uh, President Biden called the Prime Minister of Ethiopia last week to talk to him about halting the, that violence there. Uh, Abiy Ahmed, the Prime Minister of Ethiopia. So, 
Yes, behind the scenes, this government is doing something to alleviate suffering and war in Africa. But we want to see it more in the news. We want to see. So when these things are put to bear in front of our eyes, then a lot of people will talk about it. Because when you look at what's going on in, in Ukraine, it, it's, it's terrible. I recall some years ago, Black Hawk Down, you remember that? In Somalia, you know, President uh, Bill Clinton sent troops in there to help because he couldn't take what was going on. He saw it on TV. And then the soldiers became enemies after that because they started firing on the native people. So they had to beat a hasty retreat. But in all fairness, though, we should have some more. I know these things are in the news, but you have to search to find them. But you have wall-to-wall coverage in Ukraine. And it's fair. You, yes, we, we need, wherever injustice rears its ugly head, we need to talk about it. But we need to be balanced about it. You know, because I, I, I just, and I'm just being fair here. I'm just thinking that were these things going on in some place in Africa, we wouldn't hear anything about it. You have to dig into the news to find it. You know, Boko Haram insurgency in Nigeria from 2009 to present. Do you know about that? Central African Republic. Rebels seized several major cities and towns. This thing's been taking place since 2012. Ongoing. Burundi. Coup attempt. So the, the country of Burundi is in a state of unrest. The war in the Congo from 1988 to now. You know, the Libyan war, Lord Resistance Army in Southern Africa, in, in, in Uganda. You know, we, we, we need to strike a balance. All right, so I want to hear your thoughts on this or other uh, topics. The telephone number to get in touch, 203-336-9756. 203-336-9756. And I'll repeat them in a little while, so I know you might be rushing to get your something, to, your paper and uh, your pen, pencil, whatever you are. I'll repeat them in a little while. All right, so we, we need to strike a balance. And uh, what we see going on, because see, when you see these things, you hear about them in Ukraine, but when you see them on the television, you put a face to the atrocities and to man's inhumanity. To man. It doesn't matter where in the world it's happening. Once people are oppressed, whether they're black, white, blue, yellow, it is wrong. And if we believe in equal rights and justice, as King said, a threat to justice, injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. So we need to see that if it's happening wherever, we need to talk about it and talk against it because it's wrong. It has no color. All right? Justice has no color, no class, no creed. All right, so it's just a matter of time and uh, we need the world to step up and do something to stop this atrocity taking place in, the, in Europe. All right, uh, the telephone number to get in touch here is 203-336-9756. I repeat. Two zero three 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 six nine seven five six, and uh, you know, 
if you even disagree with the things I'm saying, you can come and uh, let you have a civil discussion about it. Because on this show, you can we can agree to disagree and not become disagreeable. So you have a voice here to speak your mind, to talk about what it is that you think. And that's what you want to talk about. So your voice is also important. All right. So again, the telephone number to get in touch, 203-336-9756. And uh, we'll be closing off the show around about 9.55, a little before. So I don't want you to wait until then to call. You want to call now so you have enough time to talk. All right, the telephone number to get in touch, 203-336-9756. Yes, so, and uh, what about the midterm elections? What are your thoughts on the midterm elections in the United States Congress? And you know, you, you know my hobby horse already. I'm in this thing where I think that uh, the Republican is now a cult. I, I don't see that as a, a political party. And um, they are not serious about governing the nation. They're undemocratic. As a group, they're not all. But the people who are not need to speak out. Because if you don't say anything, your silence is deafening. Right? It has become a racist, misogynistic, undemocratic party, cult. They only want to win by any means. And if they lose, it's because the other side cheated. And if they win, it's okay. That's not how democracy works. It's what's going on in, in um, you, you can see a lot of crimes and atrocities taking place in Africa, but you don't know it unless you go and do your own research. You see before your eyes in the media what's going on in Ukraine by a man who is admired by the former president of this country. And calling him what? What did he call him? Genius? For invading another nation? Seriously? And then that guy wants to run for president again? I guess he needs to run straight into a jail cell where he belongs. You know, this is serious business, you know. So what I'm here saying, and I'm going out on a limb and say that this country needs to purge the Republican. They are not ready to govern this nation. So you shouldn't vote for them. Whether it's going to be here in Connecticut or anywhere in the country, where you hear my voice now and you have a vote, you cannot vote Republican. Because it's clear. All the madness going on. These people, they can't, these people who are good, and they are good people in the Republican Party. But they need to stand up and make their voices be heard. You can sit down and allow these things to happen in your party. And they want people to vote for you. Why? It doesn't work like that. And we see what's going on. Can you imagine if that guy was in the White House today? He 
it was the same guy who in, Hels in Helsinki, Finland, stood beside the butcher of Moscow and said they did not mess with the United States 2016 elections when all the people in the know in the United States were telling him, yes, that was so. Okay, people, you need to wake up. Seriously, we need to wake up and smell the roses and see what's going on. We're, in, we're living in serious times, dreadful times. All right, the telephone number, 203-336-9756. People who pal around with dictators and criminal heads of state, we can't have them around to talk about running country. Running what? It can't work. Not in this country. You talk about this country as a beacon of democracy. And it's not really. It's not. It, it's not. Um, you know, say what you want, but it's not. We've got to speak truth to power. That's how we're going to become better when we see wrong things happening and criticize and push authorities authority to make a change. That is how change come about. We can sit down and when we criticize, you say, we hate America. No. It's the love of the country when we speak out about its wrongs because we want it to, be, to do right. We can't sit down and cover up these crimes. We can't do that. All right, the telephone number to get in touch, 203 336-9756 and uh, you're listening to What's Your Point? And uh, this week, uh, giving you the opportunity to speak your mind, the telephone number is 203-336-9756 and um, it doesn't matter what you want to talk about, it's your voice, your view, so you have the right to speak. And uh, I won't be down on you. It's your voice, your opinion, your what of you. So we can have a nice discussion here on the show. All right. Uh, 203-336-9756 is the number to get in touch. And as I said earlier on, President Joseph Biden raised concerns about Ethiopia conflict in a call with Prime Minister Abiy Ahmed. Uh, they, the White House said uh, the two leaders discussed the continuing conflict in Tigray and humanitarian access to the region. And, uh, you know, that same president, Abiy Ahmed, was some years ago given the Nobel Peace Prize because uh, he ended the war with uh, neighboring Eritrea. And Eritrea, a long drawn out war, it caused the deaths of, of thousands of people. And um, so the war ended. So now they are fighting the, the, the Eritrean forces along with the government of Ethiopia are fighting the Tigray people in Ethiopia. They're Ethiopians, but they're kind of a separatist kind of people. So they're fighting them. And uh, so it's, it's a lot of, according to news sources, reliable news sources, uh, there are war crimes on all sides. You know, and as I said all the time on this show, the first casualty of a war is the truth. 
and they lie. Forces and sides will lie just to start the war. And then it's downhill after that, and innocent people get caught in the middle, and that's how it usually goes. Innocent people are the ones who bear the brunt of war, of wars. Wars are ugly, never pretty, and there's never a winner in any war. People always lose on all sides. So that's why we should prevent them. And we see the United Nations is handcuffed, so to speak, because in the Security Council, the chairmanship of the Security Council is, guess who? Russia controls the chairmanship. I think it's for two years, every two years or so. Sometimes Caribbean nations, so they rotate this thing. So you have Russia now controlling that. So it's going to be difficult for anybody within the United Nations Security Council to stop the war. So the NATO, European countries will have to, to do that. So, you know, United Nations, the way it was set up, it's just, you know, yes, it's doing a lot of good in the world. At the same time, it's very ticklish because we have five um, countries that are veto-proof countries. China, France, Russia, the United Kingdom, England, and the United States. You know, it's a majority. If, if they're voting on something, it's a majority that takes the day. And if one of those five nations say no, well, the thing can't happen. It can't happen. So the five permanent members of the United Nations Security Council, the, the, they call them the five sovereign states. And uh, so the... the, the the five sovereign states on whom the United States, the United Nations Charter of 1945 grants a permanent seat. So they are rotating seats for all other nations, but China, France, Russia, United Kingdom, England, and the United States, they, they are there right throughout time. The United Nations Security Council consists of 15 member states and 10 non-permanent members are elected by the United Nations Secure uh, General Assembly for two years, starting on January 1, and with five replacing, or five replaced each year. So at the beginning of this year, the first day of this year, so they had five, they're rotating, but if you understand what I'm saying, so, but those five members of which I named earlier, they're always there. And a majority would have to vote, vote on something for it to become for it to be sanctioned by the United Nations. But even if it's in a majority and one of those five nations say no, it can't happen. So you see the trouble now that the world is in. The United Nations was formed in 1945 to not let things like World War II happen again. And right now we are sitting on the brink of World War III because of what's going on there the saber rattling and who have nuclear weapons and all of that thing. And, you know, people need to stop thinking that that butcher of Moscow is bluffing. He will use his nuclear weapons. He will use it. So don't come around and say, oh, you know, we don't think, no. 
As Bob Marley said, total destruction is the only solution. These guys are dangerous. Because, you know, if you remember in 1989, when President of the United States, Ronald Reagan, went over to Europe and said, Gorbachev, tear down this wall. That is when the, the cold, this is the beginning of the end of the Cold War, when Ukraine was a part of what was called the Soviet Union, the Union of Soviet Socialist Republics, USSR. So Ukraine became an independent state, what, 30 or so years ago? It had the third highest nuclear weapons. And the United States, United States asked them at the time to dismantle them and they'll protect them. But you see what happened? The United States forfeited on, on, it, on, its, on its protection because they are being invaded now. Yes, the United States is helping indirectly by weapons and money and all of that. But the United States is not a part of the war. And if the United States enters this war, it becomes World War III. And, United, and Ukraine is not a part of NATO, so the United States don't, is resisting going inside of Kiev to help repel the Russian forces. And they're talking about setting up no-fly zone over Ukraine. And if the United States does that, they will be into the hot war because in order to deal with a no-fly zone, you're going to have planes you have to shoot down. Now, once you shoot one of those down, you're in the war directly. United States is already in the war. Make no mistake about it. You're sending ammunition and guns to the country. You are in the war, but you're not directly in it. You're not firing one shot. So this is dangerous, and we're tittering on World War III. This is no joke. And people may be asking, why does this matter to us? Yes, it does, because it's where oil prices are. It does matter. United States trade with Russia, believe it or not, and they're, they're, they're cutting off trade ties now. United States trade with Ukraine and other European nations. And if war is going in that area, in that area, the commerce will stop and the prices will go up. You know, but I'm saying in all this, that, that, that um, group called the OPEC, the Organization of Petroleum Oil Exporting Countries, of which the United States is not a member, you know, they can do better than this, you know. They can flood the, mar the market with oil. Flooding the market with oil, the price will go down. But if they keep the squeeze, the price will continue to go up. You know, and we're spoiled because, you know, in Europe, the regular oil prices are five, $5.50 per gallon. We are spoiled, really sick. So this is normal for, for people in Europe. But anyway, it's, we have some serious geopolitical situation in the world today. And you should care about what's going on in, in Ukraine and the entire world, to, to, for that matter, because, you know, the geopolitics is in a sad situation as we speak. All right, uh, the telephone number to get in touch is 203-336-9757. Uh, All right, so... Um,
living in some dread, dread, dreadful times. And um, the, the, the average man in the street doesn't realize that because he's um, trying to earn his daily bread. Gets up in the morning, goes to work, comes back home, eat, sleep, get up, go to work, eat, sleep, drink and repeat. So he doesn't have the time to listen to the news, understand what's going on. But I tell you, don't be a, you don't have to be a news junkie, but it is your interest to take an interest in what's happening in the world because it's, it's vitally important. All right, let's uh, go to the telephone line. Uh, let's take this call. Hello, what's on your mind? Hello, good morning. Good morning, Garnet. Good morning, sir. I just wanted to say I really appreciate the show. Give thanks for that. Uh-huh. Yeah, the music, the commentary, everything. Um, yeah, regarding uh, Ukraine... Uh, it's a terrible situation, uh, you know, around the world. And, you know, since the pandemic, it's sort of been a, uh, you know, the common man has been sort of buffeted between the very rich and the very powerful. Usually they're the same thing, but... Uh, you know, this war certainly doesn't help things. But, uh, but I appreciate your uh, taking time out of your show to broach the subject. Okay, thank you so much. Have a great day. You too, thanks. Okay, uh, thanks for that call. Uh, the telephone number is 203 Three six nine seven five six right here on what's your point? Yes, so it's um yes, so we need to take an interest and when election time comes here in this country, you vote in every election. It is in your interest to vote and put people there who will work in your interest. You don't vote. It's a problem right there. You've got to vote. That's, that's, a, that's a powerful thing you have. Why do you think the Republican cult is trying to nullify the vote and to stop black people and other minorities from voting? Vote is power. Your vote is vital. And don't think that, okay, I'm not going to vote because, because my vote don't count. No, if every person says that, nobody will go to the polls. So it's important that you vote in every election. Take some time to understand what is going on in your community and the wider society. It's important. Because these people in, in Ukraine got up one day and going to work and realized some of them don't even get back home to work. It's bombing nonstop. So if we want to defend democracy, we've got to vote and vote for the right people. Take an interest. Find out what's going on in your community. Listen to the news. Read. Take some time. And don't listen to the naysayers and the propaganda uh, media. That's just noise. Just, just drown them out. Just block them out. Or it's very serious. Very serious situation uh, taking place in the world today. 
Yes, so, and uh, some time ago, a bipartisan group of senators went over to Ukraine to meet with President Volodymyr Zelensky as the Russian troops amassed on the border of Ukraine. But you see, I don't get it. Because the why Republicans went, it's beyond me. Four years of the previous administration, that racist guy who occupied the White House, pal around with tyrants and murderous dictators, the one in North Korea, he likes him. That butcher of Moscow, he likes him. And said and did all sorts of outrageous things and none of them batted an eye. I would, I, want to be in, I would want to go with any of these people. If I were a Democrat, I would want any of these Republicans come anywhere with me because they're hypocrites. How can you sit down for four years on this guy that's that racist in the White House? Prop up. Prop up that criminal, criminal butcher of Moscow. And you said nothing because you don't want to lose your seat. Really? You should lose more than your seat. We've got to have people with integrity. You're going to stand up irrespective of what. Even if you're going to lose your seat, you stand up. Let's get back to the telephone. Hello, good morning. What's on your mind? Yes, hi. Uh, my name is Rich. I'm calling from Brookhaven. Uh-huh. And I heard some of your comments about, uh, I get what you were trying to say is how to how can we make a better world, a more humane world and like that. Mm-hmm. And um, my, my take is that the countries that have strong labor unions uh, are the most humane as far as how they're run. And I think that has to do with the, the workers are organized and not divided by race. They know that they're workers. And they know that the uh, the bosses exploit them and that labor creates all wealth. And you see this in places like France and Denmark and Germany and like that, where the people have national health insurance. They have um, college education that's covered. It's free. Um, now, they pay a lot of taxes. They pay a lot, maybe two-thirds of what they have in taxes, but they get a lot for it. And, uh, you know, they didn't get it by magic. They got by organizing into unions. And a lot of the unions, uh, it's the worker's choice. You want to belong to a Green Party union, a communist union, a socialist union, that's up to you. So I think those countries are light years ahead of us. Indeed, indeed. And you should also say to the listening audience that these nations are mainly socialists. The same thing that these Republican cult people are talking about, oh, socialism is bad. I'm not saying it's good or bad. All I'm yeah. saying is that most of Europe are socialists. Go ahead. Right. And, and so does Canada. Now, the thing is this, is that America is way far to the right on those things. And uh, <clears throat> that's why I find myself that the best way to listen to the news is to listen to the news from Canada or England or France or Germany or whatever. And I think they're much more truthful about what's going on in the United States than we are. Indeed. 
Now, they, now they're not perfect either, and they have their problems. They have their racism. They have, you know, whatever it is. But uh, I think that that's uh, it's kind of like my dad was an airplane mechanic, and in his union hall, uh, I remember going there as a kid, and there was like this uh, joke on the wall that I thought was has aged pretty well. And just to update it, the joke kind of goes like this. There's three people sitting in a round table, and one is a hedge fund manager making $50 billion a year. One is a union worker making, let's say, $20 an hour. And the other is a minimum wage worker making $7.50 an hour. And there's 12 cookies on the table. So the first thing the hedge fund manager does, he takes 11 of the 12 cookies for himself. And then he whispers in the ear of the minimum wage worker, watch out for that union son of a bitch. He'll take your last cookie. Well, he has 11. <sighs> and this is real life situation you're talking about here. You know, It's real life. That you know, we're speaking. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, and the other thing is, too, is is that is to fight to fight racism because I think that I can I I could be wrong but I think racism is 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 in every country in the world to one extent or another but I think the best way to fight it is for people to say well we're all pink on the inside and the big shots they it's good for them to see the poor black people and the poor white people at each other's throats or the men and women at each other's throats or the gay and straight at each other's throats. Because this way, the big shots can screw everybody. And you see, I think one of the things, too, to eliminate it is to treat each person the way you want to be treated. Exactly. No, Dr. King was really on to something, and it's so sad that he was assassinated. It's interesting, you know, you wonder if it was a conspiracy that he was shot, because as soon as he started talking about, when he was talking about civil rights, that was okay. When he talks about class and economics and like that, then you're really putting your life in jeopardy in this country. Indeed, because remember, when he got killed, you know, that, that, uh, that April day, he mm -hmm. was going to talk about sanitation workers and the plight of the sanitation workers and how they were being oppressed by the employers. Yes, absolutely. Well, to me, that comes back to that, you know, wealth doesn't come out of the air. I mean, if you have a coal miner in West Virginia and you have a big shot that owns the coal mine, who's producing the wealth that's the worker? You know, and I'm, I'm of the opinion that, uh, you know, labor creates all wealth. And then the uh, boss, you know, a lot of times takes uh, the lion's share of that. And that's what unions are all about, to say, well, hey, wait a minute. You know, I, I, want, I want to have dental benefits. I want to have uh, a pension when I'm old and can't work anymore and like that. But uh, we've gotten away from that because unions are, str are, are weaker. And I think in some ways racism is stronger. You know, you, you pick, up, pick out scapegoats and you say, well, these evil black people, they're going to rape you and murder you. Or these evil Hispanic people, they're going to do this and like that. But the, the, what, what was it? Uh, what's her name? Whoopi Goldberg. She said a good one once. She said, you know, if I walk through the hood and get get mugged, what do I lose? I lose my, my uh, purse and then billfold and whatever. But I'm really worried if I walk around by Wall Street because then somebody's going to take my pension and medical benefits. Which mm -hmm. one is worse? Indeed. <laughs> mm -hmm. so. 
Yep. Anyway, all right. Well, I just thought I'd express my two cents here for what it's worth. An old union guy of 44 years, so still working. Okay. Thank you so much for your call. All your right. Thoughts. Take care. You, you take care too. Indeed. Yes. So it's uh, WPKN. The show is What's Your Point? The telephone number to get in touch. 203-336-9756. And, uh, you know, when it comes on to politicians, we should have a, skept- a healthy skepticism of them. It doesn't matter who, even if you voted for that person, or the, because you need to hold their feet to the fire all the time. Don't say, oh, I trust. No, you need to, you need to trust but verify. Even the current president, whomever, and that is what that's the importance of a democracy. That's the importance of the media to hold the, their feet to the fire and ask serious questions. Whether this or any other president, you need to, because that's how democracy continue to thrive by asking serious questions. Don't, don't be complacent and say, "Oh, he's not going to do." No, you need to question authority, even till it hurts. Question to get to exactly what they're about. It's very important. All right, we have about uh, five, uh, no, we have some time to go. Uh, the telephone number to get in touch, 203-336-9756. You know, um, it's, we're living in a world with the social media and how we can't trust um, news or what, it's called news these days. You know, something happened the other day in the world of cricket. A famous cricketer passed away. Somebody sent me a thing. The previous day, another cricketer had died, and I knew that to be a fact. But the following morning, I saw something. I said, wait, and I did not believe it. I had to go online to check other sources, like three different sources, because before I could believe that, yes, this was true. This is where we are now. We can't trust the media outright. And we can't trust too much the things that we see on the media. It doesn't matter who who they're talking about. Even I've seen things about that racist guy who once occupied the White House. And before I say it on air, I go research it. Because I want to make sure that I'm saying the truth. Because even though he's racist and he's a criminal, we've got to be fair too. Because... We don't want to become the evil we are fighting. We have to be truthful and honest, even to the wicked people. We've got to do that. It's important. We cannot become the evil we are fighting. Else else everything will be lost. We have to still believe that one plus one is two. Up is up, left is left, right is right. We've got to still do that while we do our thing because if we are fighting against evil and we are the same evil, what's the sense? It doesn't make sense. It's like someone says he is against abortion, he's anti-abortion and you shouldn't kill children and we shouldn't do this, but yet... He went down the street and assassinated the anti-abortion doctor. According to him, life is precious, but yet he killed a man. What's the purpose? To what end? Does it make sense? It doesn't. 
So instead of killing that man, why don't you have a discussion, a dialogue with him? Disagree with him. But why kill him? It doesn't make sense. See, these people are fighting for this and for And if you sit down and ask them, you realize, oh, sham. You realize how oh, a mockery they make of the world and of, and of living. Because they, they just jump on what I called bandwagon. They're not, thoughts are not clear. They're not thinking clearly about the things they're fighting for. They don't even know what they're fighting for to begin with. You know, so we need to be able to think and be conscious about the things we do. And the things we say. All right, the telephone number to get in touch, uh, 203-336-9756. I know there's a lot going on in around your neck of the woods. You know, you can talk, you can call in, even to say something that we're not talking about. It's a, what's, what you have to say is important. So you may go ahead and... Uh, Give your little talk. It's important. All right, the telephone number, 203-336-9756. And we have just around uh, six minutes to go. So don't you wait until the time when we have to get off the air then you start calling. You should call now. All right? Yeah, so before the last call, I was talking about that, that bipartisan group of of senators who went over to um, to Kiev to speak with the Ukrainian president, Volodymyr Zelensky. That guy is something else. From a comedian to a wartime president. And you see, that guy is what you call a national hero, genuine guy, because he can leave the country anytime. But he's staying there and fight. Who does that? Than a patriot. He's staying there and he's going to fight his way, even though the, the forces are marching in. That's what you call a true patriot. Uh, let's uh, get back to the telephone. Hello, good morning. You're on. What's on your mind? Greetings, Garnet. Yes. Yeah, greetings. How are you doing? I'm well yourself. Uh huh. Um, yes, it is, uh, it is Jimmy. Sorry, I, I didn't hear you. Could you repeat what you said? No, I, I, uh, I, I hailed you up. I, I, I'm bidding you some peace and love and oh. greetings, Garnet. Uh-huh. Uh, this is, uh, you know, your resident, uh, electrical engineer from New Milford. Uh, just hailing you up. Uh, glad to hear you on, on the airwaves as usual. Um, and, uh, of course, when it comes to, you know, the current events and the music, you know, we appreciate you. Always giving uh, at least our state, Connecticut, the Constitution State, uh, some well-needed uh, uh, frequencies in the morning. So what is my point? My point is, uh, you know, the five components of health. It's uh, your spiritual, your emotional, your physical. Don't forget your psychological and of course uh it is everyone's um let's say their duty to help build this global moral society so with that said garnet uh, i always come from a place where i do not separate church and state and that's what allows me to help build what we need 
as uh, one of your callers mentioned, it's a moral society we're looking for, okay? Um, but everyone is charged uh, with a responsibility to help, okay? And when it comes to, as you mentioned, yes, we use democracy in how we exercise our free speech, but in this republic, it will remain so. The most I can say, our 45th president, the greatest ever. What and when it comes about? to what we know... Wait, 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 wait. What did you say a while ago? I said, when it comes to our... Sorry, sorry. did you say the guy who occupied the... I don't even call his name because he's, he's a despicable human being. You're talking about the guy before this current president? He's a great leader? Donald Trump, the are greatest you, no, president. Are you serious? Okay. And when it comes I'm sorry, to... I'm, I'm going to ask you something, because this, these are not opinions now. We are going no. on the realms of facts. That's this guy correct. is an absolute racist, a criminal who should be in jail today. You call him great? Really? You need Absolutely. to go back and check. You need to go back now, and check Garnet, your news. The only, no, thing, the only thing I can say to you is this, that you and I both are not privy to anything that is stamped top secret. No, 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 no. Okay, we so when it comes to our opinions... So, wait, wait, wait. No, when yes. things like this happen, you know, I allow people to speak. When we start getting onto the rails of talking, things that are not so. No, I'm we're talking about things that are so. I've got to stop you. I can list off many saying, things. Didn't you hear the, 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 the ninth, this January 6th committee is now saying that he may have committed crimes. How can you, as a president of a country, tell people to go down and march and march like hell and people die that day because of him who should be in a jail cell now? And you're talking about great? No, seriously. We, we, yeah. we lose each other right there. Honestly. No, we don't, because, if because listen, you listen, know, we listen, heard... Wait, wait, wait. I get very emotional with these things. Are I know right? you do. Wait, and there are people, people dying, Garnet. People died that day. People died that day. Why? Because of that guy who should be in jail today because he's a criminal. So you, you don't want to. No, so no, you don't want to talk. I, so no, you no, don't want to talk about the bioweapons labs in Ukraine. No, there, because there's none. There, because what? there's none. I'm not you have concerned. to check what Victoria okay, Newland okay, said. Okay, you okay. have to check. Look this here. is all you in see, the news. Look, what I'm telling you, you see, I allow people to speak, but when yeah. they start talking crap, no, I, no, I'm no. talking okay, about what's on we, Fox got News go. and we, CNN. We got We're running out of time. we got to go. Ah, so take care. I love Bye. you. We talk another time. Bye. I, I love you. Uh, this has been What's Your Point? See you in a fortnight at nine. Bye. Support for WPKN comes from the Klein in Bridgeport, presenting comedian Elizardi Castro on Saturday, March 19th at 7.30 p.m. Returning to the Klein for the sixth time with his all-new show, All Grown Up, Elizardi Castro uses language and culture to create humor for audiences of all ages. More information and tickets available online at thekline.org or by phone at 1-800-424-0160. Support for WPKN comes from the Westport Library hosting VersaFest, an immersive music and media festival running from Friday, April the 8th through Sunday the 10th. 
with performances that educate, entertain and inspire, panels where experts share their perspective and vision, and small workshops where creators can deconstruct and hone their craft, VersaFest will provide creatives, artists and fans the opportunity to explore music and media in an intimate environment. More information and registration is available at westportlibrary.org. This is FC Buzz on WPKN Radio. A brief look at what's happening around Fairfield County. This is David Green with the Cultural Alliance of Fairfield County and our weekly selection from FC Buzz Events, the best guide to arts and culture in coastal Fairfield County. Find it at culturalalliancefc.org. Sunday at 4... Ridgefield Symphony Orchestra's series Music at the Museum at the Keeler Tavern Museum and History Centre continues with Trio della Corde. Shan Jiang, violin, Suzanne Cory Salin, viola, and Guna Salin, cello, performing a marvellous mix of traditional classical and new music. Monday at noon, the Stratford Library invites the community to their Monday matinee with Belfast, the Oscar-nominated 2021 British coming-of-age drama written and directed by Kenneth Branagh and starring Catriona Balfe, Judy Dench, Jamie Dornan, Chiaran Hines, Colin Morgan and newcomer Jude Hill. The film follows a young boy's childhood in Belfast at the beginning of The Troubles in 1969. Tuesday at noon, Fairfield Theatre Company hosts Play With Your Food as it returns with lunchtime theatre readings. Headlining the programme is a special tribute to Stephen Sondheim. Broadway veteran and Westport-based actress Stacey Morgan Lewis will perform along with Brian J. Carter in Michael McKeever's poignant one-act play Move On, or Sondheim at Studio 54. Lewis was featured in the 2008 Broadway production of Sunday in the Park with George and will share stories from that experience with the audience during the talkback session that follows the plays. Also included The Donor, an hilarious one-act by Avery Deutsch that puts together a single mum, an out-of-work actor, and what should be a simple favour until things get dramatic. And... Harry Gitter's Big Date. It's back to January 2017, and one college freshman has more on her mind than what could be the best night of her life. Featuring lunch provided by Gruel Britannia. Tuesday at 6, calling all performing artists and techs. It's the final class in the Kleins series of free performing arts masterclasses with Randy Kay voiceover artist and radio announcer. Kay is the author of Ben Behind His Voices, One Family's Journey from the Chaos of Schizophrenia to Hope, nominated for a Listen Up Award for the audiobook version. In-person and live stream options are available. For details on these and hundreds more events, check FC Buzz Events at culturalalliancefc.org. This was FC Buzz on WPKN Radio. 
Hi, I'm Michael Weston King. And I'm Lou Dalgleish of My Darling Clementine. And you're listening to WPKN Bridgeport at 89.5 FM. And streaming at WPKN.org. Stay tuned, folks, and stay reconciled.